This episode is sponsored by me, Andy Hill, the host of this show. If you're looking for someone to support you on your family, wealth, and happiness journey, I'm taking on a select number of coaching clients this year. To work with me one-on-one for your family finances, go to marriagekidsandmoney.com slash coaching to learn more. It takes incredible courage to be vulnerable. It's easy to fake it. It's hard to be honest and vulnerable. So if you're out there listening and you're like at the end of your ropes, the best thing you can do is actually sit down and be insanely honest with your family. This is what I'm feeling right now. This is where I'm at right now. This show is dedicated to helping you strengthen your family tree and live financially free. Welcome to the Marriage, Kids, and Money podcast, everybody. This is Andy Hill, and today we're talking about how to leverage your success from work to be successful at home. A lot of folks can feel like rock stars in their small business or at the office, but at the same time, feel like failures at home. So how do we find a good balance that allows us to be successful in both areas? To help us win with business and family, I've invited Mark Tim on the show today. Mark has been a serial entrepreneur and exponential thinking practitioner for two decades. But today, Mark believes his most important role is CEO of the most valuable business in the world, his family of six young adults and his wife, Anne. His new book, Mentor to Millions, Secrets of Success in Business, Relationships, and Beyond, is out this month. Welcome to the show, Mark. Hey, thanks for having me, Andy. Excited to be here. Absolutely. Well, you and I had a little, you know, I guess a little inside baseball chat before we even started the interview. I was talking about balance in that introduction, but you and I were just talking about maybe that's the folly to begin with. So can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, you know, I've I've done a few of these uh, interviews and we sometimes end up on this topic of work-life balance. And one of the things that I like to just kind of get out in the open is that people who are striving for work-life balance, I have to tell you, it's a myth. I raised six kids. I'm a serial entrepreneur. I went on the journey for over a decade looking for work-life balance. And every time I tried to balance it, I'd fall off the log. I'd fall off, you know, whatever cliff that I was on because trying to truly balance, it's just a search and a journey that never ends. However, what I did find is there is something achievable for everybody listening right now, and it's called work-life integration. And work-life integration is what I talk about in the book, Mentor to Millions, but I also talk about it to really any entrepreneur that will listen because it was the difference maker in my life. When I finally stopped looking for balance and started integrating my work into my family, and you can kind of look at it like this, like two planets orbiting out there, and they're always pulling and pushing from each other, but they never quite get. In fact, what work-life balance most looks like is two magnets trying to attach on the opposite side. If you've ever tried to push two magnets together opposite of each other, you can push as hard as you want and they will always slide off. But when you take those magnets and you turn them the right direction, they snap together without any effort whatsoever. And that's where you take your work and your life and you let them orbit and integrate with each other instead of trying to push them together in this balance idea. And so when you do that, and when I did that, it changed everything. And I can only say that because I know what it's like to get it wrong because I got it wrong for a long time. I know what it's like to search for that. I know what it's like to say, I've been put on this earth to do something extraordinary as a husband, a father, as an entrepreneur. 
But there's this one area that I know I could do more in. I know I could be better in, and I'm just not. And it it really kind of pulls at you where it matters most. So when you get that figured out, your whole life starts to bloom and blossom from there. Well, let's talk about the epiphany moment for you personally. When did you decide that your most important role was CEO of your family? So the book starts out with a line that our publisher has said is the most compelling line that they've read in in a decade. And it goes a little like this. I'll kind of spoil the book for you in the beginning. I pulled into my driveway. I stopped my car because I knew I didn't want to go home. Now, the reasons for not wanting to go home is maybe I filed bankruptcy. I lost a lot of money. my, My business is over. All kinds of things you could imagine. But the reason I didn't want to go home that day is because I just had one of the best work days of my life. I made every decision with confidence and clarity. I made one of the biggest sales I'd ever made in my life. And I sat at the end of my driveway because I didn't want the euphoria to end. I was leaving a life of confidence and clarity, and I was going home to a life of chaos and confusion. And I knew it wasn't supposed to be that way. And I was so almost ashamed of sitting down there, you know, knowing that, all of the, what I was feeling was about to end. And it was that moment, I call it my driveway moment, where and I'm, my, I'm literally, every hair on my body is standing on end just telling you the story because I can put myself right there right now. And I realized I had everything upside down. I realized that actually I had it all wrong. I realized that the most valuable business that I will ever own, ever operate, ever even get to be a part of was the one I was going home to that day, not the one I went to that day. And I hit the gas and I floored it and I went home and I grabbed my wife and I go, you got to listen to me. You got to try this with me. I think I've got it figured out. And by all rights, she should have been like, get out of here, man. What are you talking about? But instead, she saw the passion and purpose of my voice and she said, let's do it. And what I did is the next day, I legally incorporated my family. You can look up my family in the incorporation register as 2B Tim's LLC, a legal corporate entity. And all I did was start applying everything that I'd ever learned in business, and I brought it home. I was really good at meetings. We started having family meetings on Sunday nights. I'm good at marketing. We created a family logo. We created a family mission statement. Uh, we did assessments in our business. You know, I brought the DISC assessment home and gave it to my kids and to my wife so that we could appreciate the differences in each other. Everything I did to make my businesses successful, I just brought it home. And what happened is I started bringing home my first and my best instead of my last and my least. And my, my family did, Andy, become the most valuable business in the world, and it still is. There's no amount of money I would give for my business, and there's no role that I would rather have than being CEO of that business. That's incredible. Well, let's let's take it step by step. You had that driveway moment, you came home, you had that epiphany, you spoke to your wife about it. What steps did you take to transition from where you were as a business person to then putting your family first? What I first did is say, what am I good at in business? What what makes me successful in business? And that's the cool thing. If you're listening to this and you're saying, "Oh my gosh, I, I want to try this." Just say whatever you're good at in your work you can bring that home and be that good at home. And so I just began by doing an inventory of what do I like? What am I good at at work? And how do I transition that at home? And I just did it step by step. You know, I will tell you the family at first thought I'd gone a little crazy. (laughs) I mean, you know, I, when I started holding family meetings and when I, when I say a family meeting, Andy, I mean, 
not passing my wife in the hallway and saying, what are we doing tomorrow? What are you doing tomorrow? When are you taking the kids to school? Not sitting down at the table saying, hey, what, what's your guys' schedule this week? I mean, an on-purpose meeting where we sat down and we talk about why was our family put on this earth? What are we supposed to accomplish? You know, how do we, you know, get the most out of our family dynamics? How do we get stronger as a family? All of those things really matter most in life. And it was the first time we'd ever done this. I mean, I had teenage kids at this time. First time I had one child. I I don't think I'd ever saw them do homework in my presence. And as soon as I scheduled a family meeting, they all of a sudden had five hours of homework, (laughs) you know, because it, it was like, no, no can do. But what happened is with consistency and we had to bribe them a little bit. We don't have a lot of sweets in our house. So we started doing ice cream at the end of the family meeting or doing s'mores. If you know what that is at the end of the family meeting. And so then they started looking forward to the family meetings. But what also happened is they figured out I was serious, that I was serious, that our family was valuable, that I was serious, that they were the most valuable thing in my life because they saw it in my actions And pretty soon they started loving family meetings because they had a voice and a vote. Okay, remember, I told you about the family business. My youngest child owned the same amount of shares that I did. Okay, so their vote counted. And so and it just it gave them such a commitment to the family. It gave them a reason to believe that they had value and that they could contribute. And so once that that's why I said one of the coolest things we ever did was do a family logo where everybody in the family contributed. And then we used like a logo tournament. And so when the logos were created, then they got to send it out to their grandparents, their cousins, their aunts, family, friends, and get them to vote on it. You know, and and we had this big competition. And and when the final logo was selected, everyone's DNA was in it. And they were so proud of it because it represented their family. It, It was unique only to our family. And I would go to masterminds. I would take two pages for my business and 10 pages for my family. And that's what I mean by my first and my best instead of my last and my least. And so they couldn't wait for me to get home. And then I did the one thing that really demonstrates integration. I made a commitment that I would no longer travel without one of my kids with me. And for a period of three years, over 100 business trips, I had one of my kids with me. And I talk a lot about it in the book. My kids are all throughout the book because I was traveling with Kevin Harrington during that time frame. So my kids were with me and a lot of conversations happened with Kevin Harrington, the original shark from Shark Tank. I mean, you think my kids didn't all of a sudden think I was just a little bit cool. And so but they they met amazing people and their life has been forever changed because what we did on planes, what we did in hotels, what we did in Ubers couldn't be done at home. And I poured into them and I committed to my relationship with them. And I built such a deep connection with them that I now get to mentor my children who are now young adults for the rest of their life, all because I decided to integrate, not balance work and life, but integrate and make them a part of my work world so that they respected what I did, understood what I did and wanted to learn more. And it just gave me unlimited teaching moments for my family. That's great. That's great. So you you talk about these meetings. You guys got together. You discussed your mission, your purpose. So what was the result of those meetings? What was your family mission? What is your family mission? And how are you guys pursuing that? Well, our family mission is real simple. What's cool is that it started off really long. 
And we just kept whittling it down and whittling it down. What are we about? What do we stand for? What, what, why was our family put on this earth? What were we supposed to do as a family? You know, what's our value that we bring to, to the world? And so when it all came down and we landed on our family mission statement, it's love God, live right, and lead all out. And now that's super short, but if you unpacked each one of those, okay, and then what we did is we did these series of, of uh, kind of deeper dives. So on Live Right, Live Right is all about character. So we identified 28 character traits that anyone should have to be a, you know, to live right. So what's it mean to live right? It means to who are you when no one else is looking? right? That's the definition of character. So we literally did PowerPoint presentations on all 28 character traits. And we, it took almost six months of family meetings to do this. But you can imagine our kids started getting a little competitive. By the end, we were doing Prezi, if you know what that is, mm-hmm. video embedded Prezi presentations on forgiveness, on honesty, on grace, and so, so my kids not only got to learn about what it's like to live right, but they got to now when, when, when the teacher called on them and said, you got to start doing presentations, my kids are ready. They, they already survived the toughest audience they're ever going to survive, which was their own family. And by the end, my parents, my wife's parents were coming over watching these presentations because they had become so significant. And so, you know, so love God's pretty self-explanatory. Live right. We did a lot of, of, of unpacking of that. And then lead all out. Lead all out doesn't mean you're the boss of everything. Doesn't mean that you're the leader of everything. What it means is, is that you lead according to what your God-given skills and talents are. So if you're a hard worker, be a consistent hard worker. Contribute to your team. If you've got some natural leadership ability, maybe you do step up and you're leading the effort. But lead all out is about work ethic. It's about playing all out. It's about leaving nothing on the field, but doing your best in everything that you do. And so so that's what really defined our family. Well, guess what? When, when they started living according to that mission, Everything in their life got better. Any of the sports they were doing, any of the activities they were doing. And then the cool part is, is that as a parent, anytime they made a mistake, I could just refer back to the mission statement. How does this help you live right? Is this, is this congruent with what we committed to as a family? I didn't have to shame them. I didn't have to blame them. Uh, you know, and, and I will tell you a little secret. We started holding family court in our, in our meetings. And family court was real simple. If you did something wrong, you had to wait until the family meeting and then get up in front of the family. And all you had to do is say, this is what I did. Okay, this is why I did it. Uh, this is why it's wrong. And this is why I'm never going to do it again. That's it. And I want to tell you something. Our kids would beg us to be grounded, to be punished, <laughs> to be, you know, I mean, the discipline that we had to do in our family dropped by like 90% because they would rather be, you know, be grounded than get up in front of their own siblings and say, I screwed up and this is why I screwed up and this is why I'm not going to do it again. But wow, how powerful and how life-changing it became for them. And then the younger ones were watching the older ones. By the way, the older ones screwed up more than the younger ones. So the younger ones are watching the older ones and they're like, I ain't doing that. (laughs) I'm not going up in front of family court because that, man, that was not smart. You know, so it just had this really awesome cycle inside of our family. And by the end, I told you my kids are now young adults. By the end, 
I was no longer leading the family meetings. They were. So you have you have six kids, and I know they're they're a little older now. But when you have a larger family like that, it sounds like your goal here was to provide more time, be a better example, integrate your life. So how did you find time to connect with each of these six kids while you're still running your business and making this connection? Okay, so that's why I made a commitment to travel with them, uh, Andy. It was the it was probably the area that I felt that I had failed the most because I, I missed sporting events, I missed important things in their life, all because of business and work and travel. And I justified it because I was providing for them, but it wasn't good enough. It wasn't enough. So I literally went to my kids' school administration and said, "This is what I want to do." And I'm really committed to it. And I believe there's an educational value for this. And they created a system of saying, okay, if your kids will go around and get all their teachers to sign off and say that they're caught up on work, we won't give them any extra days to do their homework. They have to turn it in this moment they get back. We'll allow you to do this. And so, so that was the approval that I needed. And then from that point forward, my wife did a whiteboard. It was a four foot by eight foot whiteboard with a monthly calendar on it that had my trips. And then the kids names would be written in on each trip that they were going to. And they would always check the whiteboard. Now she would sneak in there all kinds of other things as they were checking it, you know? And so, but it, and it would have family calendar and stuff like that. But the main thing was my trips. And so they would see that they got to go on these trips. And so it was on those trips that I built this kind of unbelievable relationship with my kids. And if I had missed that, if I had not integrated them into what I was doing, I, I wouldn't be on with you right now. Like yeah. I, I wouldn't be on with you right now. We wouldn't even be having this conversation. I would have never wrote the book mentor to millions because again, millions is not about dollars, by the way, in the title, it's a, it's a clever title, but it's not about money. Millions represents impact. Okay, and the amount of people that you can impact in your life and the fastest way to impacting millions of people is through mentorship. And what I'm talking about now is that I started mentoring my family. And that's the role that I believe I was put on this earth to do. Now, I've got successful businesses. Here's the cool thing. When I got it right at home, everything in my life started going right. It's amazing. I thought I was successful in business, but where I'm at today isn't even close to where I was at when I started this whole concept. Because when I integrated with my family, my kids wanted to be involved in my business. They wanted to help. They had great ideas. We would sometimes do brainstorming sessions about one of my businesses in the family meetings because they understood what I was doing. And we had developed a appreciation and respect for each other. And it gave them such validation to be heard and to be part of the family business. We'll be back to the show after a word from our sponsor. Are you looking for someone to walk alongside you on your journey to family financial independence? Well, I would love to help you achieve your goals and help your family thrive. I work with couples, individuals, and families all around the U.S. via video chat and can assist in the following areas. Becoming debt-free, growing your net worth, crafting and sticking to your budget, reviewing Coast Fire plans, developing strategies to build generational wealth for your kids, and designing your future work optional lifestyle. Doesn't that sound nice? <laughs> if you're interested in working with me one-on-one, -on -one, you can book a time with me by visiting marriagekidsandmoney.com slash coaching. I would love to help you strengthen your family tree and live financially free. Visit marriagekidsandmoney.com slash coaching to learn more, or you can click the link in our show description.
If you're looking to improve your financial situation, it helps when you're able to cut out unnecessary costs. Cell phone services are a necessity for sure, but we don't need to be overpaying for them, right? That's why I like Tello Mobile, a phone service worth talking about. We've been fully on board as a family with Tello for over two years now, and we are so happy that we made the switch. For us, the reception and data service is better than Verizon, and our costs were nearly cut in half. Tello runs on the T-Mobile network and it's wowing new customers like us with their rock bottom prices and stellar service. With over 10,000 reviews, Tello is rated as excellent on Trustpilot, and this is quite rare in the wireless world. Nicole and I went for the unlimited data, minutes, and texting plan for only 25 bucks per month each. Isn't that crazy? You heard that right. $25 is their most expensive plan, actually. And Tello is running a special offer for MKM listeners right now. Check out Tello today at marriagekidsandmoney.com slash Tello. That's marriagekidsandmoney.com slash Tello. And use the code MKM20 to get 20% off on your first month of service for any Tello plan above that $10 per month mark. Again, use MKM20 to get 20% off at marriagekidsandmoney.com slash Tello, and you'll be supporting this show. Hurry up. The code is valid until April 19th, 2024. Marriagekidsandmoney.com slash Tello. is kind of a tough time too we're in a weird year you know 2020 uh, nobody thought what what 2020 would bring has, has has come to pass uh i know that when i'm really focused on work or i've taken myself you know into a, a moment of hey man i really need to provide right now and get to that provider kind of mindset i know that i can often neglect my marriage too we've talked about the kids a lot how did your epiphany your driveway epiphany help to strengthen your marriage as well well, I can tell you that uh, my wife really saw me leading businesses, but I wasn't bringing that same skill set home. And so when I started bringing that leadership that I was giving to my businesses at home, she was really appreciative of it because she was carrying a lot of that burden herself. And so, and again, I was doing a good job of providing but she needed me to step up and lead. And I happen to have a good ability to do that. If you're good at leading business, you can be that good at leading at home. So what it allowed her to do is do what she's really good at. And so, and she is more, it just happens our relationship, she's more nurturing. So it allowed her to be more of a nurturer and it allowed me to play the role that I needed to play and her to play the role that she needed to play. And it was just freedom for her to go to do what she's really good at. So the kids benefited in that way as well. And, you know, and it's really, isn't that what life's about? You know, if we get to wake up every day and do what our superpower is, what we're uniquely wired to do, it's no longer work. Okay. Days that I get to do what I love to do, it's not work. It, the day flies by and I love it. But days that I'm asked to do things, you know, I'm just going to be candid with you. I don't like email. Like email is something that just so hard for me to sit down and, and, and do email. So if I have to spend a day doing email, I don't feel that productive and I don't, I don't love what I'm doing. But if I get to spend the day talking to people like you, okay, and I get to spend the day coaching, mentoring, helping, encouraging, then that's not work to me. So when you lean into what you're put on this earth to do and you get to do that, then it's no longer work. So I got to be 
what I was put on this earth to be and my wife got to as well. And the kids saw that. I mean, they're the byproducts of that. But my relationship with my wife also strengthened because I involved her. She's not in my businesses, okay? But she became more integrated into the businesses as well. I, I remember, and I feel so embarrassed about this, I would come home from work and she would say, how is work? Well, at that, I didn't want to talk about work. Like they didn't understand what I did. And so it was kind of a waste of time. But once I integrated and they all understood what I was doing, it was fun to talk about work. And I realized how put off she must have been all those years when she would try to ask me about work and I would just kind of blow it off because I knew she didn't understand it. And I didn't want to waste my time explaining stuff that she wasn't going to understand. But once I integrated it, and, and the important thing to realize here is, is that I'm telling you all this stuff about where I am today. But I want you to know this, and I want everybody to, to hear this very clearly. I still drive the same vehicle I drove that day all those years ago in that driveway. I still live in the same house that I lived those years ago in that driveway. I'm still married to the same woman. I still have the same children. So oftentimes we say, say, if I only had this, or if I only had a new business, if I only lived here, or I need to have this to be able to be happy, the only thing that changed that day was me. Only thing that changed was between my ears, but yet everybody was impacted by that change. So you can change who you are, where you are, and what you're doing by changing one thing, and that's what you put into your mind, what you're listening to, what you're reading. In these times of COVID, you can spend all day binge watching, you know, on Netflix, or you can listen to amazing podcasts like this, <laughs> and in, and you can consume awesome content from awesome people. And it, it starts to flow out of you. And I think that's what my kids saw as well, is that I changed what I was consuming. I changed the way I was thinking, and they saw it flow through. Kids catch, okay? They're, it, the life's lessons are caught more than they're taught. Yeah. And I was trying to teach them instead of show them. And once I started showing them, once I started living the life that I wanted you know, to, to be their mentor and coach, they were catching it. And my wife was too. You know, It's by example. And, and that's really made all the difference. And I, and, and my wife, I wish she was here right now. She could tell you that I'm not the same person, you know, that I was, you know, after that driveway moment, it changed me forever. And she's thankful and I'm thankful. Yeah. I love that quote. The children are great imitators. So give them something great to imitate. And it sounds like that's, that's what we're talking about today. You were leading by example, both for your children, as well as your marriage. And then they're seeing that example and taking things forward. I, I think this is a great conversation. I, I always like to think about somebody who's listening and saying, you know what, I, I've got, I've, I've got a lot going on right now. COVID is crazy. I'm, I'm giving it all with my job or my small business. And I'm, I'm doing my best to be the family man or the family woman that I'm supposed to be, but I have no time for me. I have no time for myself. What would you say to that person right now? Yeah, I would say that uh, likely they are having that conversation in their own head and they actually need to have that conversation with their spouse or if their kids are old enough with their family. The biggest mistake I made was continuing to have conversations like that in my own head. And when we started, when I started running the, the, the family as a business, we started communicating a lot more. I started being more vulnerable. And so, and I'm going to tell you something, okay, this is going to like, again, this is another just, I, I can put myself back there and, and I'm getting chills even thinking about it. I set my family down one day and I apologized to them. I apologized to them for, you know, just the mistakes I'd made as their dad and, and as, uh, as my wife's husband. 
And, you know, and it was the weakest I'd ever felt. Like I felt so weak and so vulnerable in that moment because I was really taking responsibility for some things. And I felt very, like, I wasn't sure what they would even think. And, and as a man, I tried to put on all this strength and everything all the time and have it together. So I'm super vulnerable. I feel super weak. And my kids right now, if they were in this call with you would point back and say that day was the strongest you've ever been as our father. And that day, my wife would say, is the proudest I've ever been of you as my husband. And so my point that I'm making is, is that it takes incredible courage to be vulnerable. It's easy to fake it. It's hard to be honest and vulnerable. So if you're out there listening and you're like at the end of your ropes and you're just like frazzled, you know, the best thing you can do is actually sit down and be insanely honest with your family, insanely honest with your spouse. This is what I'm feeling right now. This is where I'm at right now. Get that conversation out of your head and out into the open, and you'll be shocked at how much your spouse may want to help you, or your kids could step up and comfort you and say, man, we never knew that you felt that way. You know, we thought you liked sitting in that room all day on a Zoom call, you know, and we never knew that that, you know, wears you out and that that's hard and that, you know, you're trying to provide for us, you know. And so so my biggest advice would be just be honest, share that with your family, let them participate and help you figure it out. There's no magic formula. There's no silver bullet. Every family is different. And so, you know, and if you're out there listening, I'm going to be super vulnerable right now. I have a blended family. This all started in the midst of, of blending a family. And we've been a blended family for over 10 years. So it's, it's gone on for, you know, we're, we're pretty far into this. But the coolest thing of all is that when we incorporated our family, so we're the modern day Brady Bunch, three and three. <laughs> and when we incorporated our family, no longer was it his or hers because the incorporation was all of us. And so, you know, and, and so much so that her kids, you know, basically sat me down and said, you know what, if we're going to be to be Tim's, then we need your last name. And so they actually changed their last name because of our family business, not because I decided to marry their mom or their mom decided to marry me, but because they found something they could buy into. They found something they could dig into and grab a hold of, and they believed in the value of this family business, and they wanted to double down on that. And so, you know, so I'm, I'm saying that, you know, it can be chaotic. It can be crazy. You can have no time. But if you'll sit down and truly be transparent and have these kind of vulnerable conversations, look out because you may be blown away at what your spouse is capable of or what your children are capable of helping you solve this conversation, this doubt, this worry that's swimming around and not inside of your head. That's great. That's integration incarnate for sure. Absolutely. Very cool. So somebody's listening right now and they are excited about what you're saying. They really like this idea of family integration. What is the first thing they should do following this interview? The very first thing they should do is they should sit down with their significant other and or whoever is a stakeholder in their family and they should have a family meeting. Like it became the hub of the, the, the wheel of our family. And again, you don't have to come to it with a 50 page long agenda. There can be just two or three things. It can just be, Hey, we're really committed to this. We did ours on Sunday nights, by the way, we just found that was a good time to kind of reset everything for the week. And so, but they, they literally sit down and say, we believe that our family, or if you don't have kids yet, 
by the way, you could say our, our marriage, or even if you're out there and you're single and, but you want to have a family someday, you know, these are the kinds of things you can sit down and kind of say, all right, I want my family to mean something. I believe that my family was not an accident, that it was put on this earth for a reason. And you know what? We're going to figure that out. And we're going to roll up our sleeves. We're going to talk about it. And we're going to go on this amazing journey together as a family. And if you've got young kids, you can start this with just five minutes. It can be a five-minute discussion and that gets grows and grows. If you've got older kids, you can go 30 minutes, okay? But you start these amazing conversations about why, or if you have no kids, you start this conversation with your significant other uh, or your soon-to-be significant other. Why were we put on this earth? What is it that we have been uniquely gifted with that we can contribute to the earth? You know, so my, my, uh, my adult children are coming home tonight because my niece had a baby and that baby turned out to be born three weeks early. And she is, uh, so she's back in the hospital on a respirator. And it's just, I mean, it's a tough situation. We know that's going to be expensive. So we were all together because of my daughter's birthday on Sunday. And my kids are like, what can we do? What can we do? And I just reached back into the same old bag of our family meetings. And I said, what if we all got together and we did something that we could earn some money and have all the money sent to them? Not write a check. That's easy. Easy thing is just to sit down and write a check. What's something we could do together? So we came up with something that needed to be done, and we're going to be able to earn money, and we're doing it tonight. And they're all coming back from wherever they're at. We're all going to jump in and do it, and we're having the check written to uh, my niece for her baby. Now, again, write a check. That's easy. But everybody coming together and working hard for the good of somebody else, that's the kind of stuff you do as a family. That's where you start to really exponentially add value to your family. Using a business term, enterprise value started growing by leaps and bounds when we started doing things as a family. But that that happened because of that intentional conversations we were having. I love that. That's incredible. Well, we've heard about your book. So tell us where we can find it. And if people want to connect with you, where, where should they go? Sure. So I talk a lot about these family concepts, and so I share them in my personal blog. You can meet my family at marktim with two ms.com. So marktim.com. For the book, it's available on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, but we have a link, and it's get getgetmtm.com. So getmentortomillions.com. And we encourage people to go there because a lot of people don't have mentors or they're not sure, you know, how to get a mentor. So Kevin Harrington, the co-author and myself decided to do 30 days of mentorship. So if you go to getmtm.com and you buy the book and you just come back and, and show that you bought the book, we give you 30 days of mentorship along with a bunch of other stuff. In fact, one of the things we give them is I wrote an ebook that's uh, called how to win at home like you wouldn't work. And so, and, and we give that away for free too. So uh, it's just a lot of resources. Our whole goal with this book is we want this book to get in a million people's hands. And so you guys can help us do that by getting the book and, and, and sharing with other people, et cetera. But we want to impact millions of people through mentorship because we believe the fastest way to impact is through mentorship. And we want your journey to begin right now. That's awesome. Mark, thank you so much for your time today. This was really impactful. I know it's going to help a lot of people. Thank you. Thank you. integration over work-life balance. It's a smart lens to view our family life and something I'm personally working on. Here are my top three takeaways from my conversation with Mark Tim. Number one, find ways to integrate. 
For me, I see this as a personal challenge to look at my life right now and find ways to include my kids. For example, if I want to exercise, but I can't seem to find time because I'm watching my kids, well, I need to shift my mindset to how can I exercise with the kids? So this week has been kind of eye-opening with virtual school starting. And it's been one of those times where I'm like, I'm not on my flow anymore. I don't have my schedule because it's new. It's brand new. We're figuring out how to integrate our lives quite literally for school, work, and everything. And uh, I feel like I've lost my ability to exercise or meditate in the morning because I'm getting everything else done. So now I'm trying to shift that mindset. Like, what can I do to include the kids in those things that I want to do that I used to do separately? What can I do with them now? So for the past few days, uh, we have, when they get their lunch break, you know, this is an opportunity for me to jump back in and say, hey, kids, let's go for a bike ride, you know. Uh, let's eat lunch together and then go for a bike ride. So I'm getting that opportunity to be with them during their breaks and I'm fitting in that exercise time that I want and also spending time with them. So I guess it's not exactly what Mark's talking about with the business story and, you know, including everybody together, but the idea, the essence of integration uh, really resonated with me, especially during this time right now of pandemic parenting. (laughs) So let's all try to find ways to integrate instead of separate. All right, number two, create a family mission statement. I love this idea. Just like anything in life, it's important to define the purpose, the meaning, the why. And according to Mark, your family is no different. So define who you want your family to be who you stand for, what you stand for, and even what you stand against. By defining these things, it always gives you the opportunity to look back and say, are we living up to that family mission statement? So this is a takeaway for me for sure. Number three, lead by example. If you want your children to be more collaborative, more helpful, more kind, more caring, show them the way. Be the parent that leads by example so they know how to be a person of integrity, how to treat their spouse in the future, and how to put family first. Mark, thank you so much for helping us learn more about work-life integration and how it can help us have more fulfilling family lives. During this pandemic season... I know a lot of families are looking for ways to find more joy in our everyday lives. As a quick reminder, everybody, this show is for entertainment purposes only. Be sure to seek out a professional for your specific situation. Before we go for the day, I'd like to ask you to do one quick favor. Please join us in our free Thriving Families Facebook community. You can do that at marriagekidsandmoney.com slash community. We have over 900 families now in that group, and we are helping each other with advice, sharing helpful stories, and we are celebrating family financial wins. Once per week, we've been sharing those wins. And last week, Courtney shared that she was able to put away 800 bucks towards their sinking funds for 2021. So that is planning for the future. And congratulations to you, Courtney, and your family. And this news, we're glad you're able to share it because it helps motivate others who are in our group who want to hit their big goals as well. 
So again, thank you, Courtney. So if you want to be motivated and held accountable for your goals, join us in our Thriving Families Facebook community at marriagekidsandmoney.com slash community. Again, that's marriagekidsandmoney.com slash community. I hope to see you there. In the spirit of growth and inspiration, I'm going to end the show with a quote today from Stephen Covey. The key is not to prioritize what's on your schedule, but to schedule your priorities. You are in control of your life, my friend, not the other way around. Carpe diem. 